But I want to, before I introduce our guest, and Rich, why don't you go ahead and come on, you guys go ahead and come on up. Let me um, explain. This, I just think this is cool how God does these kind of things. A block away from here, back in 1997, we would take a church van to Belamondo Apartments and we'd pull up and most of the kids in our youth group at the Baptist Church came from the Belamondo Apartments. One of the girls in that bus every single Wednesday night, her name was Jamie Scoggins. Jamie got on the bus with her friends. She came, she heard about Jesus. She gave her life to Jesus. She got baptized. She started growing in her faith. And then when Jamie graduated high school, she went to college. And while she was at college, she met a young man named David, who is now her husband. And David and Jamie, while they were in college, met a guy named Rich, who was the campus pastor at that particular college for the, for the Baptist Association. So they meet Rich, and then they tell Rich about me, or they introduce Rich to me, and that was way back then, and so just, oh, I don't know, a month ago or so, I was in a coffee shop on Independence Avenue with a guy named Mike. Mike, where are you at? Mike Sneed, is he, he's, he's back here. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> so I'm in a coffee house with Mike, and Mike said, hey, Brady, I want to introduce you to Sprinto. I think you're going to really like this guy. His name is Rich, and Rich is like, hey, I already know you. We met a long time ago. Remember Jamie and Dick? I was like, yeah, that's amazing, and so as a result of that, Rich starts sharing with me about this opportunity of ministry that he's got going on. And uh, he then tells me about this chance to have uh, this gentleman from Thailand come and share his story about the ministry that he is doing, uh, rescuing children off the streets of Thailand. And so here we are, the Calling Community Church in Platte City, a block away from it all started. And I just want to uh, welcome, this is Rich Casebolt. And this is Prajin, Prajin, Prajin uh, from Thailand. And so please give them a warm welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here with you all. So, and I will just uh, briefly introduce Prajin and then turn things over to him and I will serve as his translator. So, well, uh, after, meeting, after meeting Brady, uh, my wife and I met and married at Midwestern Seminary and we were uh, married just a year and then left for Thailand. And so while over there serving in uh, Bangkok, uh, it was actually early on that we began to inquire while visiting Chiang Mai in the north about ministries to orphans and orphanages. And an IMB missionary introduced us to Prajin, who was at that point working in Chiang Mai. So with uh, Ban Imjai, which means house of a full heart. And so I was just really encouraged and impressed with Prajin and his, his work. Uh, he's actually from central Thailand and Utaitani, just about 200 kilometers north of Bangkok, and started uh, a work right there in his own hometown that was then adopted by a larger foundation called Ban Nokumin, who he's here representing today. So thanks so much for allowing us to just share with you. I know that there's a spirit of adoption here, and we can obviously relate to that, how we've been adopted by God uh, through Christ. Amen. And so, uh, and I know your pastor has uh, adopted children, and so there is, uh, there's just a kindred spirit already with what our brother here, Prajin, is doing with rescuing children uh, from all the horrors that would await them had uh, they not intervened. So I'm going to turn it over to him now and be his translator. Thank you. So, so make sure this is work all here. Dion? Okay. 
Before I speak anything, I would like to start in from the Word of God. Yeah. So I will read in Thai, so you can feel the Thai language. Okay. I will read in uh, Jacob. Uh, James, chapter 1. Chapter one. Uh, what, 26 Twi- 27? 26 and 27. ถ้าผู้ใดเข้าใจว่าตนเป็นคนมีธรรมะและมีใจอันนี้ได้สงบปากและล่อลวงตนเองธรรมะที่บริสุทธิ์ไร้มนทินต่อพระภาคพระเจ
เหงาแล้วก็เขาจะนอนแต่ละต้นไม้แต่ละคืนแต่ละคืน So Bonnoke men named after canary, I say canary bird, and the canary bird is is one of a solitary bird. And it only stays in a tree one time, and then it moves on to the next tree. Mm-hmm. And so, a very uh, telling story of what the kids are like that they work with. ในเด็กในกลุ่มแรกเราได้พบเด็กที่เล่ล่อนแล้วก็ขอทานอยู่ตามท้องถนน And so, and we can sorry advance the next slide. Um, so the uh, and, and the very first uh, kids they met were, of course. You know, all street children, 27 years ago. Mm-hmm. Then there was a missionary, a one from Switzerland, who started to work on the work of the Thai people. What will he do with Thai people? Yeah. And so uh, there was a missionary that had just arrived from Switzerland and was really working through, okay, God, what is it that you want me to do here in Thailand? Until in the end, he was interested in why there were children sleeping on the streets. So he just, as he saw these kids sleeping on the streets, began to wonder, why are they here? Why are they sleeping out here in the streets? So in the end, we got to understand that the kids were coming from different places. Yeah, and so he began to realize they all have their own unique stories and you know have come from different situations. Some come from the situation of being abused. So, so some of them were just from broken families, abusive situations. So they they chose just they they'd rather be be free of that and and living on the streets than to live with abuse. Yeah. And then some kids might have actually just been lost. You know, they're 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 lost and don't know where they belong. เราก็ชวนเขามาที่บ้านที่เราเช่าไว้เป็นบ้านหลังเล็กๆในสลัม So they just began to invite these kids to come in and and stay in a house that the that the missionaries at that point had rented. แต่กว่าที่เด็กๆจะไว้ใจได้ก็ต้องใช้เวลา But it took some time to build their trust. แล้วก็จนในที่สุดเขาก็เริ่มเข้ามาขออาบน้ำ So at first they would just maybe come and say, Hey, we want to just take a shower, just need a bath. แล้วก็ขอข้าวกินในช่วงประมาณเกือบเที่ยงคืนแล้วบางทีมาไม่เป็นเวลา Maybe come by to, to eat you know a noon meal จนในที่สุดเราก็ชวนเขาในเรื่องที่เขาจะต้องเรียนหนังสือ And then they began to invite them to study แล้วก็เราพัฒนาเด็กในกลุ่มแรกเนี่ยสิบคน So in the in the very first group there was about 10 kids นี่เป็นเด็กชุดแรกเนี่ยมีส่วนหนึ่งที่จบการศึกษาปริญญาโท And in that group there was one that has at this point there's two that that have finished their masters or sorry their bachelor's degree อ่าฮะแล้วก็บางคนก็ไปเป็นช่างซ่อมรถ One of them is a mechanic now repairing cars ส่วนหนึ่งก็ทำงานได้ And the the other one you know they see him all the way through to to their vacation เออแต่มีสามคนติดคุก Yeah, and then of that original group, three are now in jail. Yeah. All the all the kids just have different levels of just internal pain that they're they're walking through. Yeah. 
ซึ่งมีความรุนแรงมากขึ้นได้รับผลกระทบรุนแรงมากขึ้น And so there are. This okay. is also Asia, right? We're very linear, but yeah. he's going in loops. <laughs> Sorry. If you want to make him advanced, then then he will say, "Talk, talk, talk." Okay, okay. okay. Uh, the PowerPoint takes step, takes step until you can read. Also, you can listen to me. Yeah. Is this one? Yeah. Okay, what? So he was just talking a little bit about the social problems that have begun to um, really uh, make for the, the, the dire situation for these kids right now. ตอนนี้ในปัญหาเด็กมาถึงขั้นเด็กขายบริการแล้ว So of course we're at the point where some of these kids are being sold into the sex slave trade แล้วก็มีเด็กบางคนที่ถูกกระทำรุนแรงมากซึ่งเขาไม่สามารถอธิบายได้ Yeah and some of these kids can't even actually verbalize the depth of the pain that they've gone through uh, all, all different kinds เพราะฉะนั้นเด็กๆในกลุ่มหลังๆก็จะเป็นเด็กที่ถูกกระทำ So these kids, of course, are, are uh, <coughs> having received that type of abuse. Are the ones that are very likely to pass on that abuse uh, <coughs> if, if they don't work through it. ตอนนี้ประเทศไทยเราเนี่ยเราเป็นเด็กเป็นวัยรุ่นที่ตั้งท้องเนี่ยอันดับหนึ่งของเอเชีย So in Asia right now, Thailand is number one for teenage pregnancy. แล้วอันดับสองของโลก And then two in the world. แต่เมื่อ30 40ปีที่แล้วไม่ได้เป็นแบบนี้ But about 30-40 years ago, it was not like that. คนไทยเป็นคนที่มีมนุษยสัมพันธ์ดี Yeah, so Thais were were actually you know มนุษยสัมพันธ์ดี Friendly. Yeah, very very friendly and and not given towards that type of uh, you know that type of statistic. แล้วก็ศาสนาพุทธสอนให้คนไทยถ่อมใจแล้วก็ Uh, and of course, being 99% Buddhist, uh, Buddhism is they teach uh, humility and uh, just to be polite. Mm-hmm. And there's just been a whole lot of change in a short amount of time. And especially in, in this area of uh, problems for the kids. อย่างไรก็ตามเด็กๆที่อยู่กับเรา200กว่าคนแล้วก็ยังมีที่เราช่วยเหลือให้ทุนการศึกษาอีกร้อยกว่าคน So there's about 200 kids in the Ban No Kamen foundations, the foundation in different locations in major cities in Bangkok, and then they help an additional amount than that in you know dormitories. Some of them, of course, are in the university. เขาได้รับประสบการณ์แห่งการช่วยให้รอดของพระเยซูคริสต์ and all of them get to experience um, biblical teaching and uh, you know are, are offered the um, the salvation the free grace that is in Jesus ในด้านสุขภาพในด้าน physical เรามีทีมฟุตบอล and so uh, to, to make sure they get their physical exercise they have a soccer team แล้วก็เด็กๆทุกคนได้พัฒนาตัวเองมีร่างกายแข็งแรง So that you know they they began to to have of course a physical healing they began to to have stronger bodies. มียูโดเราได้รับเราได้เป็นแชมเปี้ยนยูโด And one of them actually made it all the way to champion football. Champion kid. Champion in. Judo kid. Oh, in in judo. ในด้านสังคมเราพัฒนาเขาในเรื่องของการเกษตรซึ่งเป็นจุดแข็งของคนไทยเกษตร And then uh, they also have, of course, agricultural pro- projects where they're teaching these kids uh, what they would call sustainability or teaching them agricultural techniques. Okay. t h a n k you. I'm going to give the time to Arishat. Continue. Yeah, we can continue. Yes. 
Yeah, just go ahead. Just, just, just Nick. I will see. Yes, I will. Thank you. I will see. I will go to see like this. So, yeah, I will stand like this. Yeah. This is the first house that we are. Oh, this is the first house that we are. Oh, this is the first house that we are. Oh, this is the first house that we are. Oh, this is the first house that we are. อันนี้เราได้จดทะเบียนแล้วก็ดูแลโดยรัฐบาลไทย Yeah, so in 1993 is when they became official with the the Thai government and they registered as the foundation called Ban n o k m e n Canary Foundation. เรามีสาขาที่เราดูแลเด็กอยู่ตามนี้นะครับ Yep, so this these would be all the locations of uh, their uh, their houses, and so it would be in a lot of the major cities like uh, uh, Bangkok, of course, the capital. Um, and then uh, in the north, Chiang Rai, the farthest north, and then Chiang Mai. Next, please. And then Utai Tani is right there in the middle where Prajen's from. Yes. So this is the Lao Patanadik. In the world of health, mental health, and body, we need to know how to get So their approach is, is really holistic, where they, of course, take care of them, um, of their physical needs, they take care of their schooling, and Of course, they they instruct them spiritually as well. They teach them about Christ. We have both children and children. Children, can? There are children and children. Yeah, both boys and girls. This is a children school. So these are the the girls in their uh, uniforms, and they and they do go to you know public school. Um, and then these guys are learning uh, how to fix a. Fix a car. Nong ti to dam dam ni na kao pen champion judo. Okay, so you fun kwa. Chikrest, ah, chikrest, kon kon piu dam na. So the the girl with the darkest skin actually is the champion judo. So if you see her, look out. She's a judo champion. She's very strong. Okay, next. Get behind her. Yeah. Ani pen pen paap jing kong dek ti lao jeo kang lang. So this would be pretty. Pretty. Um, this is both a story about Tawi, so a story of, of victory, a, a story of success, but then also just a picture of this is how they find the kids. This is what they look like, and Vicky and I can attest to to, to seeing a lot of this in Thailand. So this is Tawi. Tawi, เนี่ย father of them, เนี่ย mom ยาให้ยาเขากินแล้วก็ให้เขาขอทานแล้วก็พ่อก็เอาเงินเข้าไปกินเหล้า So his his uh, what he's gonna do? Yeah. พ่อของเขาเนี่ยทำลายเขาพ่อพ่อเลี้ยงพ่อเลี้ยงพ่อเลี้ยง so his like his stepfather was was abusive to him and and so he was asking for money so that he can then go and and buy food อ่าอ่าโอเคแต่เนี่ยเขาก็อยู่นี้แต่ว่าตอนนี้ทวีเนี่ยจบปัญญาตรีแล้ว so and then the next picture to advance this is Tawi and he has graduated with his bachelor's อ่าแล้วตอนนี้เขาก็ทำงานได้เป็นพนักงานขาย and so is a salesman now Okay, next please. Impact in this is twenty years. Actually, twenty-seven years. So also, Dam. Dam is our boy. Just a second story. Dam. Dam is the middle. So he's right in the middle. Silung. Yes. In the yellow shirt. And so he came when he was ten years old and has now finished his master's degree. And so the next slide is a picture of him currently. Okay. This is Mr. Dam, and also the the man is beside him is the director. Yeah, and then this is the director Mr. of Sureshai. the foundation right here on the right. Yeah, and uh, the founder, the Michelin from Switzerland, the, he is back to Switzerland now. 
Yeah, and then the founder yeah, of this yeah. whole thing, right, has gone back to Switzerland. Okay. And by the way, I just, little note of interest, when ties get their picture taken, they're told to never smile. And so any time you see graduation pictures or uh, photos of your driver's license, you're just, you're, if, if, you're, if you're like a person of responsibility, you're not supposed to smile. So this, this uh, gentleman is kind of demonstrating the weight of, you know, of responsibility by not smiling. It's kind of, it's kind of a, a also ironic because Thailand is the land of smiles, by the way, and they smile all the time, except in their pictures. <laughs> their formal pictures. Yeah. Okay. So Pet here, he was actually, he came in as a drug addict. Uh-huh. But he's, he's married now, and this is his wife, and he has a child, and he is a pastor. Next, please. Next slide, please. Yep. So in, in the, uh, in the, in the midst of uh, you know the, the kids that have worked through it, they uh, they they continue to be in contact with them. Like there's a lot of there's a part to play for a grandpa, so the adopted grandpa, in making a marriage proposal, uh-huh. so a big uh, ceremony. So they still fill that role. And this guy right here is a mechanic. And, and out of the very first group, uh, that earlier picture. And coming back to visit. Yes. Next, please. There's a Sam. And then they, they can still stand in uh, to counsel. Uh huh. We got a yes. thumbs up. Yep. Oh, good. It's very scary. So he's been found. Uh, yes. Thank you very much for your help. Yeah. Fire out. And then just continuing to assist with, with ongoing uh, okay. job placement. Yes. Next, please. Job. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. And so, buffer, Nung. Yeah. This is Nung, which means one. And one. a lot of times the, uh, the first kid in the family will be called Nung. Nung. But he is just here to, to say um, thank you for listening. Thank you. And uh, he has a smile on his face because people like you pray and give. And, oh. uh, and because uh, of Christ, of course, uh, being uh, his hope and his, oh. his light. So, so just a little story about Nung. So his mom actually left him at the hospital. And he, he's never seen his mother's face. So Pattaya is actually a pretty famous place on the Gulf. Uh, it, it's known for a lot of bad things, but it's a resort city. And, that's, and Prajin had to go pick Nung up from that city of Pattaya. Okay. So, so now we, we will do Q&A. One thing I know that we didn't cover, might have been in the earlier slide when we were looping, is that those uh, children, those 200 children, they are in a family-style situation where there's 10 children per home is what they shoot for. Sometimes, obviously, they have to have more than that, and they have house parents. They have a mom and a dad, so they really want them to experience the love and the warmth of family. So any questions guys would have? Don't be shy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I can kind of speak to that, but I'll tell Prajin, so time to go. So I know there, there are kids being adopted. The, the easiest route to go that I've heard of are people that are living over there. So we have some missionary friends of ours. It's just it's a lot of less 
uh, red tape. But when you go to make an international adoption, it does, as maybe some of you know, it does get kind of complicated and lots of opportunity just for for corruption, of course, to get involved, and suddenly the price, you know, maybe goes from $200 to $200,000, and you're like, why? <laughs> it's like, well, too many hands are, are getting in the pot. But yeah, he, as far as bond no come in, so they wouldn't have that authority, of course, to adopt their kids out, but they do have a good relationship with the government, and, and that is, you know, a potential option. Uh, just really quickly, uh, as a culture, Buddhism, right, comes from Hinduism, uh, which believes uh, that people have something called karma. And so, thumbs up, it is, it is very unlikely that Buddhists would, would adopt. Why? Why is this kid on the streets? Well, obviously he's done something bad in his past life or he's received a bad karma. We, we, we're too scared to bring that into our house. By the way, we have something like pretty close to that in America, don't we? I mean, it's just, you know, we don't want to get tangled up with what hurts those kids have because that's going to be too crazy for us. But the ties are just really like, ooh, we, we can't do that, right? They're superstitious. So... Mm-hmm. So in a lot of cases, Western or non-Buddhist societies is all they mean is, is really their only hope if they are going to be adopted. Mm-hmm. But their goal, for the most part, is really to walk these kids through rehabilitation, through knowing Christ, on through uh, university if they choose to go there, and then into, into their jobs, into their families. Thank great, you for Great question, though. Yeah. Any other quest- questions? Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a great question. ที่ที่จบใช่มั้ยจบแล้วแล้วก็ไปทํางานมีบางคนกลับมาทํางานเพื่อบ้านโนคอมเมนต์ไหมตอนนี้มีมีสามคนที่ที่จบเป็นยโ
Thank God. Thank you very much, brother, sister. Thank you, Pastor. What a joy to, uh, to share in his story. And now you know his story and you can be praying for him, praying for his ministry there in Thailand. So, praise the Lord. And so put this in perspective of the way your heavenly father sees you at a time in your life when you were lost. And this is a different kind of being lost for eternity. And he sent Jesus to search for you. I mean, just like Jesus searches for those precious little children in Thailand, just like he searches for your friends and your family that are still lost. And ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't be mistaken. There are some people far away from God right here in this community, in this comfortable little small town, USA. People who are, are lost and at, at risk of dying without knowing the gospel. Without knowing the Father, the Father's love. That's why our mission statement says we want people to experience the compassionate love of the Father. There's nothing like it. You know, you think about the story in Scripture where it's just the shepherd leaves the 99, goes out and finds the one lost sheep to bring them home so that, what, so that they can chastise the lost sheep? <laughs> no, so they can celebrate, right? An incredible, incredible celebration. Yesterday we had our first ever leadership gathering, and there'll be more, and I want you to to begin to even consider thinking like, man, I want, to be a, I want to be a part of that. I want to know what is the vision and the mission? What is going on in our church? How can I be involved in, in being one of those people that help rescue people? And while we were in this meeting, we talked about like, when, was, when did you encounter Jesus for the first time? So I wish we had time this morning to go around the room and for you to to share with us, when did you first encounter Jesus? In this, I was lost, but then he found me kind of way. Like, when was that? Or maybe, maybe it's yet to happen. And he's searching for you. He's searching. He's got other people searching with him. <laughs> he's got us. I mean, he, Jesus empowers us with the Holy Spirit. He ascends into heaven, says, I'm going to come back someday. Until that day, you're going to do even greater things than me. Because you can be in Thailand and in Platte City all at the same time because of the Holy Spirit looking and searching and reaching out. And you've heard me say this before, ladies and gentlemen, there is no plan B. We are it. We are the ministers of reconciliation. We are the ambassadors of Jesus on the planet. We are the best billboards that God has to proclaim the best news ever. The best news ever. And so we have this incredible opportunity coming up in the next few weeks. And the first thing we must do is we must pray. God, who is it that I need to be searching for in my life? Who is in my circle of influence? And it could be and it could be the same person you prayed about for and prayed for for years. It could be the person closest to you. It could be your spouse. It could be your children. And, and listen, I know 
that you feel like, I've prayed so much, I don't know if it's going to work. Just keep searching. <laughs> keep praying. Don't give up. Like, be persistent. Like the woman in Luke 18 where she just pounded on the door until she got some justice. <laughs> and the earthly judge who knew no God and didn't care about people gave her what she wanted, what she needed. And there's this heavenly father who loves us to ask him for whatever it is that we need. And so ask him on behalf of your friends and your family and your, the people that you come in contact with and extend a simple invitation. Hey, we have this church that meets in a school. It's comfortable. The music's good. The pastor, eh, he's okay. But come. Come and hear the gospel. Because people are going to be open to come. It's Easter. It's, they're going to be open. Next week we're going to gather for Palm Sunday and we will celebrate uh, the Lord's Supper together as a family. We will eat together. We will eat in remembrance of what Jesus has done. And we'll prepare. Right? Like Jesus rolls into town and he's preparing. <laughs> he's preparing for what he was called to do. And so be a part of that next week. Come and worship with us. We look forward to that. We're going to we're going to sing one more song. It's a, it's a oldie but a goodie. It's a hymn. And it goes something like, I will exalt thee. It's, it's our responsibility is to exalt God, to worship him. And then I believe it transitions into we will <laughs> exalt thee as a community, as a body of Christ. And so I invite you to, to worship. I invite you to come and to pray. Um, I know, just because I know, there's people who are hurting today, physically and emotionally. And if you want our guest to pray over you, and, and his language is powerful, even though it's like, I don't know what he's saying, but God knows what he's saying, and it sounds amazing. So he would, be, I'm sure, be willing to pray with you, to pray for you. And, and so... Uh, Maybe you're searching for, maybe Jesus found you today and you're like, I want to give my life to him. I want to just pray and confess that I need him. Maybe that's your day. This is your day today. And come and let the Father embrace you. <laughs> so just come. Just come.